There's a drive deep left center field. It is high. Notice far. It is gone to the back row of the monster seats. It's Glaber Day. Barry Trump Jr. is also in the game. Robinson! Oh, what a catch! And flush! Spectacular play from Mitchell Robinson. Darnold swings it downfield. Welcome back to the Shoes Joe's podcast, the podcast heard around the world. We're back, and you know what, guys? I'm going to get a little sentimental right now because <laughs> this COVID kind of hit us. It kind of hit us hard this year. And I remember the first, the first day – hold on, give me a second – that the NFL started. <laughs> and, and Obi put into the group chat, and he said, guys, we made it. And we never thought this day would come. And we ended up making it all the way to the Super Bowl, um, you know, without really any, any inflictions on on the league, except for when the Broncos uh, <laughs> had to start a wide receiver at quarterback. That was really <laughs> bad. Um, but other than that, they had no chance to make it to the Super Bowl. But we made it all the way to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, you know, how else could it have ended? Uh, but we'll get into that. Um, but we also have a new – um, a new kind of form that we use to uh, introduce <laughs> topics into uh, the podcast. Mike, you want to yeah. expand on it? Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of a, a, a mailbag with, with the viewers. So we appreciate to all you guys who send in questions on all the social medias. Um, yeah, we were really looking for you guys. Hundreds and hundreds of questions we got. Yeah, so we have to narrow it down to 14 out of That's the sort amount. The thousands that we got, so um, but, uh, we <laughs> millions and millions. Um, so we have some questions here, and so NBA and NFL mostly. So we're gonna get into those. Um, but yeah, like as I said, like can't believe we made it to the Super Bowl. I remember, I remember when Obi sent that text, and then uh, 15 minutes later, as the Jets were down 20 nothing to Buffalo, I wish <laughs> that they had the whole team had gotten COVID, so I didn't have to watch them play because that was not Josh Allen. That was not a great football from the New York Jets. But, yes, we have these questions lined up. But before we get into the topics, you already know what I'm going to do. And at this point, if you've heard me say this how many times and you haven't done it yet, well, I don't know what you're doing. Because you got to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. So this way, on the next poll, your question can be read on this very podcast. So You heard him. <laughs> on Twitter, on Instagram, right here, right below me, right to Obi's left. Or his right, which I, I don't know. Either and one. For our, <laughs> and for our blind listeners, it's Shoeless Joe's Pod. You enter Shoeless Joe's Pod um, and hit the follow button. I'm sure your phone will tell you how to get there. And your Siri will tell you how to get there. And we also appreciate you for listening to this podcast. So all there. And then, of course, like and subscribe. Um, we told you guys to comment your favorite commercial from the Super Bowl. But uh, none of them are good. But if you still have a favorite, you can they still comment. All that. I Drake, to pick a Drake from State Farm. Which one? Which one was your? If you had to pick one, what? Did, what? Did, that was the no, best one. That was the I don't best know. I thought one. I thought the the one with Tracy Morgan and like the Rocket Mortgage. Ones oh yeah, no, no, that was good. Though. Those were pretty funny. Um, the Drake one just because I guess it was Drake, but it wasn't that good of a commercial. And, and uh, which Bosa brother was it? Which Drake's Bosa brother was it? Oh, oh, uh, oh my poor. Now the other one is the. Race. It was Joe. It was Joey, but <laughs> oh, Nick oh, is the, the cool one. Joey, Joey's the cool one. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the Trumper. 
Wait, 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 wait. Which one is the good one? Joey or Nick? Joey, San Diego. Uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if either of them are good. I just know <laughs> one of them hasn't come out and told us his political agenda. And that's all. I don't think the other one did either. I think <laughs> it was they just, just, started just made it up. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but you win some, you lose some. I guess that's a good segue. We got to talk Super Bowl. So a game that was much, much anticipated to the, the GOAT and the GOAT-to-be was, was how the game was looked at in the media. And uh, thanks for the gift, Zoom, by the way. We appreciate that. We always Love appreciate, you, Zoom. We appreciate it always. Um, so <laughs> this was a, a big game. Um, and to say that it didn't live up to the hype, I guess, might be an understatement because I think everything about this game, besides maybe the halftime show, was kind of a dud. Um, the commercials weren't great. The game that we saw on the field wasn't great. I mean, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, a win is a win. So you're not saying anything about how the game looked. But for a, a neutral audience, um, it didn't live up to expectations. So what did you think about, the? I guess, the overall performances of leaving the quarterbacks out of it of just the two teams? Well, it was – like you said, it was a rough game to watch, um, especially for neutral fans, you know, people who didn't have a team to pick in the game. But – I just think, um, honestly, I, I hate Tom Brady. And I'm sure you guys, too. You guys do, too, because you're Jet fans. But I just, I just don't want to see Brady win. And I like Patrick Mahomes a lot, mainly because a part of him is black. So I really wanted him to win the Super Bowl on that fact alone and just how great his arm talent was, which in a loss in a game where he didn't throw a touchdown, he still managed to show off. Um, elite arm talent to receivers who didn't want to show up uh, that day, but also a line who just wasn't there and um, allowed him to be chased on every play. Like I told you guys before, like the in the third quarter, there was a stat of like 40-something hurries. And um, in every game I've ever watched of the NFL, I've never seen anything like that, I don't think. Yeah, I have never seen anything like that. So it's it's it it wasn't um, a great game by the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it was sad to watch. It was sad to watch. A lot of I will say this though, um, a lot of players um, were really pulling that showcase. And I think the rest of like fans of the NFL need to start like paying attention to. And there were some players that got exposed. Uh, we'll talk. Well, it was one of the questions in there. We'll talk further more about it. I'll, 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 I'll be, uh, Tyron did not get exposed. <laughs> right there. Uh, he, he talked to Brady and then he threw a touchdown on him. So, a safety in the league. I needed to stop right there. But, um, you know, somebody met a. There's a receiver out there that wasn't looking like himself, man. But, I mean, and we got to talk about, we got to give um. I think, Jay, you actually. Are a huge fan of um, is it white? Devin White. Devin White. I like Devin White. Um, yeah. Who else is all over that? Floor? He yeah. was moving. Bro. JPP too. That whole they were all really yeah. Yeah. Shaq, yeah, Shaq Barrett. Barrett yeah. yeah. When you when they spoke to them like during media day, they were all like ready to get into that. Like they. That's they one thing I'll say about Tom Brady. Like. There, there came out those reports about how, like, you know, people were upset about not making the Pro Bowl and whatnot, and he was just like, that's not the bowl that we're after. Like, <laughs> yeah, there is a, there's another care. goal. Like, yeah, who 
like that does that stuff does yeah. not matter. I know what you want going to, to Hawaii. Gives, yeah. <laughs> but like he's, he, yeah, but like he just had that team completely focused on this game, and obviously, like regardless of injuries, it obviously showed they were ready to go out and win that game. No, and it, immediately from like the the the, first, the kickoff, you could tell who was locked in and who wasn't, and the Chiefs just never looked. Like it's always like that's always the thing with the Chiefs too is like they always come out slow and then they like make a play and then and then they they turn it on and then I just felt like they never like they the the Bucks never let them get comfortable so they could never like reach into like that next level and just turn it on and then you can see once they weren't able like once they fell down and they like they couldn't take that next punch like you saw their confidence start to waver and then once that happens in in the National Football League you're in trouble um, so I mean like and I think like yeah like the story of the game after it was rightfully so like Todd Bowles' defense versus the Chiefs and I think like the manner in which they did it was really impressive like they didn't need, they're getting pressure off just like straight three-man four-man rushes because they're playing too high safety the whole game because they were doubling Tyreek Hill for, like on every single snap so with and then like Obi said like even when they did that Kelsey was not converting his one-on-ones that he usually does um, and even Mahomes wasn't even getting the chance to get to those one-on-ones on the first read they all had to game scramble plays um so what is like obviously the story after the game was about Mahomes, right? And all the heroics that he had to pull to even it wasn't even a close game, but like to even give them a like that game could have been way worse without him trying to pull off all the magic he tried to pull off. Um so I mean like there's two like you can look at it in like a negative light, but I think it's more about how he improvised with absolutely no help in that game. Um and obviously a loss is still a loss, but to say it was a valiant effort, I feel like is definitely fair in this case. I think you just had to watch the game because it, it doesn't show on the stat sheet, you know, how hard that he was trying um, and, like, the things he had to pull off. Like, the throws that he was making, they even had, like, sound clips of Tampa Bay, like, during the Super Bowl, just like, uh, how's, he, how's he doing that? Like, I know we're beating them, but, like, that's also kind of ridiculous that he's making those throws. Just, get, just like, even getting the ball off. Like, it's – it sounds like such a little thing, but if you watch the game and how bad he was getting chased, like it, it's it's a no other quarterback could really pull those off except like a Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, <laughs> Matt Stafford. Maybe we'll see behind mm-hmm. and behind that old line, he'll be fine. <laughs> he won't even so have to there, there, there won't be a chance. Uh, also, I want to shout out um, Antonio Brown though. He didn't get he didn't get it in his prime, you know, but he came into this game. He made a play on the best safety in the league, uh, caught a touchdown. Why is there a quotation uh, uh, Because it's debatable, but I'll give it to you for right now. But Because uh, he was in the game. But um, Antonio Brown, you know, uh, shout out to my second love team, the Steelers. If Had he been on the Steelers and done it, it would have been, you know, a lot better. Uh, that's funny because the best safety in the league is on the Steelers. But – <laughs> um, you know, he still was able to make a play, and I think that's really big for him. Out on my jersey, LaShawn McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, too, won one with um, why do I want to why do I want to say Chip Kelly? Um, not Bruce, oh, Bruce Arians, never mind, against Andy Reid. <laughs> he won one with Andy Reid the year before, yeah, and yeah, then won yeah, one with LaShawn McCoy, yeah, yeah. So, back to back, that adds to his resume. Um, you know, I think that's I don't know if they'll count those, you know, really, but he should be a Hall of Famer. And last no, thing, Shady, yeah, Shady definitely should be all no, I think sure. it was the Super Bowls was the question, but I know, I know he didn't make plays in them really, but he has <laughs> yeah, them he on his them. resume. Yeah, he has yeah. them. 
and not nah, Gronk too. Like, do oh Gronk yeah, just emerging. Guy. And and you and everyone's kind of said it. They're like, because there was a lot of like prop bets on like on different betting websites about like who's like you know like who scores a touchdown like this this and that. And like everyone was like, e- like Gronk is should be in that conversation just because like in a big game Brady's just gonna go to like like his comfort. Yeah, it's the it's the he literally brought him there because he said if we get to the Super Bowl. I just need two plays from you. <laughs> this guy, and he made three. And he got him. <laughs> and that, 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 and the, the T-Mobile commercial with him and Gronk is funny too, <laughs> oh, yeah. to, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I mean. To be fair to the commercial. <laughs> yeah, to be fair to the, the commercial. So he had a good performance on and off the field. Too. <laughs> to good job. Fair. Good job, Rob. Um, not, as, not as good as his performance on the Mass Singer. Uh, a show that me and Obi enjoy. But... Ma, where are my football <laughs> pants? <laughs> um. But I guess on that note, I mean, we can get into the questions then on the mailbag edition of the Shooter Shows podcast. So we're gonna we got a mix of some NBA and some NFL questions in here. Are we, are we um if if we remember who asked the question, we'll uh, we'll talk to you out. If we remember, I'm not sure if we can remember who asked the question. I think we can remember a lot of these. If you um, hear your question, just cheer. <laughs> All right, so I'll yeah, give just comment down below. Up here. Yeah, which question it was. I'll start with the shout outs. Brian Wallace, thank, thank you for contributing the first four questions of this mailbag. <laughs> the first four are all Brian Wallace. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so, the first question for Brian uh, I don't know if this is sarcasm or not, but he asks, <laughs> what, is the, what is the master plan to bring a, new, a chip to the New York Knicks? That's the same thing, Brian. The maximum, the same. <laughs> that makes three of us because I don't have the answers either. But I'm hoping Leon Rose does because if he doesn't, then, well, it's going to be a long, it's going to be another long decade over here for me. Um, but I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, I think the plan kind of revolves around just, I, I don't know if there's like, I can't give you names or players that are going to be the reason that they get there. But in like a, a, a larger sense, just like the idea of just continuing to develop the young players, like, we see the first year with like a real coach, what it does for Randall, what it does for Mitch, what it does for RJ Barrett. Um, and then just continuing to do that, keep acquiring assets, keep maintaining financial flexibility, um, keep attaining draft picks like the Dallas pick that we have this year, the, the 2023 Dallas pick, because not even to necessarily draft those players, but to use those as assets. Like, cause there's conversations right now about like Zach Levine and Bradley Beal. And I get all of those, but the Knicks are not in a position even if they make a trade like that, they're going to have nothing left. And if they did, they'd be mediocre. So I just feel like they're not in the spot yet to make a move like that. Like they should just continue to, to get to the point where they can be a playoff team on their own footing before they make a move like that. And I think like just continuing to lay the groundwork. Um, and then when that opportunity comes to when you're a solid team or ready to make that move, you make that move, but just continue, continue what they're doing right now. Keep playing the young guys, getting them better and then keep adding assets and, and then I feel like you're on the right track. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think steps have been taken in the right direction, um, especially this season with everything new coming in um, and Leon Rose and Tom uh, Thibodeau. But I just, I think, I don't know. The, what, I, don't, I don't know what the master plan, I don't <laughs> know if there is a master plan because things will arise and you'll have to trade Christoph Przingis, you know, in the day. But you have to, make New York an attractive place for free agents to come to because you can't the way the league is going right now of course there are a lot of young great guys and of course you can anticipate on young great young guys coming to the team you know but the Knicks as good as they are right now 
aren't going to get like, you know, the number one guy who really is going to make them boom. So I think making New York an attractive place, the Knicks an attractive team to go to um, is the number one step. And I think they're doing that now because when you, I think having homegrown guys that you, because it's not baseball, right? It's not the MLB where you can just pay out of your pocket to just go and get the best guys. You know, um, you have to develop that farm system. You have to bring guys in who want to be a part of the culture, who change the culture, guys who want to be in New York, you know, and it create an environment that people would want to come to and want to win it because New York is already an attractive place in itself. But for the past years, people have just been chilling on that. Like they just, they just think, Oh, New York is cool. So people are going to come. So we get big names like Phil Jackson. Like you just get people like that. But what you need to do is just is go further than that. Make it a place where people want to be and people are comfortable being. No. And, and I agree. And I just like on the last thing on that, just like the, the idea of like the free agent coming is not really something that's realistic, especially with the next three, three or four free agency classes being relatively weak. Like the the year, what do you, like? There's no point of that. Like just you might as well build it, and like the whole like build it and they will come thing actually like kind of applies here because it's like the whole reason that the Knicks couldn't get anybody in the last since Mello is because like no one wants like they weren't even they didn't have a direction to even like oh I can like, I can do that in this market like that wasn't even the thing. You're just like literally you were gonna be there and then you would have to figure it out because the franchise was not helping you. So <laughs> showing signs that it, they can actually be competent and like. The fact that they have the team that was supposed to win the least, the least games in the NBA right now, and right now the season ended would be in like a playing game. If they can continue that kind of stuff, then I think they're on the right track. Um, the next question, again, Brian Wallace, is Daniel Jones a franchise quarterback? Uh, I make fun of Isaiah for this one. Uh, but the truth is I don't really – I'm not sure yet myself. I mean, I think not having Saquon this year definitely didn't help him. Um, but, I mean, he, he showed – he had moments, but I think – yeah, but then the next year you'll tell. But if I had to say right now, I'd probably say no. I don't think he's a solution. Um, I would – I don't know. I don't know. This is tough, obviously, because Daniel Jones um, – you know, I don't hate him. Uh, but there were times this year where, like, the Giants were like, should we start Colt McCoy? Like, should we not play him? <laughs> and so that, that kind of bo- – it kind of bothers me when, you know, it's – you don't really have it all the way there at the quarterback position. And a couple, like a decade ago, I say, yes, he could be because uh, defense would be so important. But on paper, the Chicago Bears have the best defense in the league. But Mitchell Trubisky is not getting it done for them. Um, Not to say that Daniel Jones is Mitch, but I, I think there are some right spots where he can throw the ball. I think this is the year to test it, though, if you have Saquon fully healthy, if you have Sterling Shepard the whole time, uh, Golden Tate, if you got um, Darius Slayton who's coming out. I think with the whole slate of weapons – oh, uh, Evan Ingram, too. With the whole slate of weapons, you have to see what he can do. Um, and he's never had a you know an OC for more than a year. They had Pat Shermer, who was the head coach, who um, ran the offense, obviously. And then the next year, they had Jason Garrett. This was their first year with Jason Garrett. So next year, we have to see how the Jason Garrett-Daniel Jones um, relationship goes. Um, You know, hopefully he's not getting a new head coach every year, like uh, Sam Darnold. (laughs) Uh, But I really think – 
I really think Daniel Jones could be a franchise quarterback. I don't think the question is, is he? Because I think it's too early to ask that. But I think, could he be a franchise quarterback? I think he has the weapons around him and he has the ability to be. He could be a really good game manager, I think. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I don't know. I don't think he'll ever be the type of quarterback to go out and, like, win new games. Get a superstar. Right. Or not even, like, a superstar. Like, there's quarterbacks who are good enough to, like, go, like, like, like we always say, we throw the name Matt Stafford right a lot on this podcast, coincidentally, but, like, he's never going to be the guy. Like, he's never going to be, like, a superstar, superstar. But, like, he has the ability to go out and win new games single-handedly by himself. And I don't know if Daniel Jones is that type of player. Like, I think that, like, I think like, if he has all those weapons and he has Saquon and Ingram's playing well and they have Slayton and they draft another receiver, like, and then you have all these weapons around. I think he's the guy who can manage that and, like, with his legs and everything, do that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think the jury's still definitely still out on that one. Um, any thoughts on Daniel Jones, Obi? Um, yeah, I think it's too – like you were saying, I think it's too early to decide if your franchise quarterback when he's in year three and into year four. Uh, you got to give him more time. I'm not even sure if Arnold's our franchise quarterback. you got to give Dan Johnson more time. I, I don't think he's somebody else's franchise. Yeah, yeah he's going to be somebody else's <laughs> franchise quarterback. And I hope I hope he succeeds, but I don't think it's going to be with the JETS, 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 Jets. Um, so the next question we have here uh, is more of a, a NFL question. Now, another NFL question. All right. This one's sent in by Mike, man. Shout out, Mike. I appreciate the shout out his YouTube house. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shout out his YouTube channel. So go subscribe while you're here, go subscribe to him and check out him on like on social media too. Cause facts, some fashion tips, bro. Cause y'all sometimes y'all don't know what y'all cannot dress sometimes, bro. I'll be trying too hard, bro. Yeah. So just take some tips. Shout out all our content creators out there, man. Appreciate y'all. So the question is, who are the top five receivers in the National Football League right now? And I know Obi's going to have some strong opinions on this one. So I'll just let him kick I'm, it off. I, I want y'all I want y'all to fully healthy. Fully healthy. Everyone fully healthy. Yeah, everybody fully healthy. I want y'all to give an honest top five. Are we doing a eye test or production? Both. Combine both. Both, yeah. Combination of both. I'm just making sure. Let me come to the eye test. I'm not saying it's not a real thing. I'm just saying <laughs> it doesn't always hold as much weight as you say it does. That's All right, I'll go. It only does hold weight for you because he was wrong with Frank, but it's okay. <laughs> there was no eye test with Frank. I said I'm <laughs> a Knicks fan and I hope this kid is good. Denzel Mims. So. He said Trey Young would be bad. He said Trey Young wouldn't be good. He and he saw it. him with his eyes. He said it. He saw them with his eyes. He said he would be bad. Anyway. We all have exactly. That's a, we all miss sometimes. It's all right. All right. Top top five. <laughs> do you want to uh, start? We all got at one. We all got only a lot. Like, everybody fully healthy. Who do you all have at one? Tay Adams. Devontae Adams. A Julio Jones at one. Fully healthy. Julio Jones. Fully healthy. Number two. I do. I, I got Julio Jones. And you have Devontae at two? Yeah, I guess it got to be Julio. Yeah, I would say Julio Jones. Julio two. Uh, three, I think we're going to have the, the same three. I, I feel like we should in person have three. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Damn, I thought. 
And I think this is where it gets hard when you get to like four or five. You could really make an argument, though, for him to be like, I know that you love Julio, but you can make an argument for him to be higher than Julio. And it wouldn't be outlandish. Like, I don't think. I just think because he didn't play last season, though. Is that why you're saying that? I mean, nah, it's not that. I'm not like, I think they're both like amazing, but I just mean like, I guess it's like recency bias with what he just did this year was was ridiculous. So, and yeah, I mean, but my my only thing is, I don't. Nobody's doing what Tulio's doing at like board, bro. I'm sorry, this is nobody doing. Yeah, he he is a freak. That, like the way I'm gonna judge it because I do this a lot. If we're doing like top, you know, players or top list, it's just like you know you have no team and you have to choose from this litter of guys. I'm gonna take Julio Jones before I take D Hop. That's not the only factor, but that's one of the <laughs> factors, and I'm 100% going to take Julio Jones before DeAndre Hopkins. They thrive in their position, but I'm talking about a guy you can put on any team at any time, and he's going to get those numbers. D-Hop is in that category, but not on the same level as a Julio Jones. Number four gets interesting, though. Yeah, but my I know a lot of people are probably expecting like Tyreek Hill, <laughs> but but for me, like I think Tyreek Hill is definitely in the discussion for like no, top five so. receiver. But it's it's just the it's route running, man. It's like, are you putting him at four? No, 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 no. I'm, I don't think I put oh, him at four. You're saying, saying he has to be in a conversation? Yeah, is he in your top five right now? It, like, if he's going to be there, he's going to have to be, like, at five. Or I couldn't put him at four. That's what I'm saying. He's at my honorable mention right now. I'm not even sure. if I'm He could be an honorable mention. But I feel like I'm missing four. teams right now. I feel like I'm missing people right now. Bro, I, I don't know if, like, that's the thing. Like, D-Cap. Um, I mean, wow, D-Cap. D-K. <laughs> D-K DK Metcalf, I think, might have to be four or five. Stephon no. Diggs? Yeah, I was going to no, say. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, oh, I apologize. So, uh, I'll... Come on, this was a big year. Yeah, for a man that Mike said can't throw the ball accurately, this nah, was a big four. year for the He's man. He's number four for me. I was going to say that, too. Because his route running and, like, his hands, oh, my. Like, there was times yeah. where Josh Allen would throw the ball on the floor. He would just go like this. And just catch it this high off the ground. Or everything was a toe tap. He's his route running, his hands, everything. Oh, yeah. And that was big for him coming out of um coming out of Minnesota. Because he did have that one catch, but that the, the year before this, he didn't have a great year. And like people were killing him in the media. And he came here and like cool. Yeah. I would push that. We all got that five though. We all got that five. But I, I I think for me it's probably gonna be DK DK and, and Tyreek Hill. Like DK Tens is tough, and then Tyreek Hill, like route running his ass. That nigga is just <laughs> he's he's the fastest man who ever lived, though. I apologize to the viewers out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't even oh. know. That's a hard one. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to decide. Okay, the thing is, is like for all the the, and I know he got exposed this year, but for all the the things said about Michael Thomas, the stuff that he he does have a track record but uh to avoid being slandered by the by the man wearing red i might uh I, nah, I mean i don't know i i do think tyreek is better than michael thomas but yeah i'll go I'll with tyreek hill i don't disagree michael thomas around me ever 
That's fine. That's fine. We're Will pretty far. Flooded. We're pretty far away right now, and this is over the airwaves and on the internet. <laughs> so what I'm going to say is, Mike, Michael Thomas would be my honorable mention, but he's not my number five, and that's because he didn't play this year. Um, Michael Thomas not even better than Justin Jefferson. I said it. Yeah, said we heard it. you. We heard you. We heard you, and you're wrong. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll let that. Rock. I'm not gonna put him in the top five. Better than Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Then Julio isn't either, bro. Then Julio isn't better than Calvin Ridley either, bro. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, do you think? Okay, before I say my number five, though, do you think AJ Brown could get into yes. that conversation? Brown, AJ, yeah, yeah, he's in that conversation. He's I think of in. all the young guys, I think he's he's not the same size as DK Metcalf, obviously. Uh, he's Metcalf up there. He's, he's up right there, there with him, is what I'm saying. Yeah. He gets overlooked because DK is playing with Russell Wilson, so they're going to get attention in Seattle. But I think AJ Brown. Who do you um a monster? But my number you know five why? is Keenan Allen. Ooh, fully healthy. Ooh, I like that pick. Everyone like fully healthy. Pick. I think Keenan Allen is a monster that nobody talks about. For I don't I don't know why, but Keenan Allen is a beast. I, I don't know why. Maybe maybe it was because because Mike Williams team. don't be doing nothing sometimes. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nah, he doesn't. No. He he's on do my fantasy thing. team, and he <laughs> Mike Williams he's he's on the bench. Doing nothing, bro. But why do you think Keenan Allen doesn't get that respect? Though I, I really couldn't tell you why he doesn't. I don't. He, I think people aren't looking. I think him and Justin Herbert are gonna get some looks this year. Though I think Keenan Allen has constantly been underlooked, and I think I think he's he's faster than people think because he beats guys over the top, and his route running is good too. But no, he's he's top five, bro. Yeah, in the league right now. But he maybe top three, maybe top. But his hands, like his hands and catch radius, is on the level of like, like he's almost like a tight end who just runs like as fast as a receiver, because he he's able to like square guys, like box guys out, and then just like get the ball and just you can give it to him wherever, and he's going to catch it. I just think he's so reliable as a receiver, like. And Michael Thomas is the same way, but Michael Thomas kind of does only run slants and ends and short routes. But um, Keenan Allen does it all, and he's so reliable as a receiver. I mean, I get, I get the Michael Thomas slander, but if it's third and five and you need a first down, you know where he'll be. <laughs> five yards out. <laughs> With the ball in his hands. <laughs> five yards away exactly. from the line of scrimmage. At the, at the sticks like this. So, <laughs> all right. The next question comes from Corey Powell, and it's a good one. Shout out, mm. Corey. We appreciate and that question. This is a hard question. What he said, give us a, he said, give us our top three teams in the Eastern Western Conference, but five years from now, five years down the road. What is it? Twenty. You want to start with the East or the West first? That's a long. Way, that's a I'm, long. I'm ready for my road. West. I'm ready for my West. I think West is easy. I think West is easy. I mean, hmm. right, so we're talking I got about the Jazz. Is it though? Yeah, the Jazz. Yes, I got the Jazz. They just locked up Mitchell and uh, Gobert yeah, for five but, years. Yeah, but at the end of that five years, will they still be there is the question. Because <laughs> when that season starts, will they be a member of the Utah Jazz? That's what. I, that's the difference. Nah, this is tough. Because I don't – I don't. I, I, let me – I got the Jazz. I'll give it to Denver. Denver, I could see, yeah. Jazz, Denver. Who's the third team I told myself? Don't forget to mention. I do. I was thinking about this. Oh, the Jazz number. This is a pretty obvious one for me because you didn't name them yet. 
Take your time. I don't, got, I don't got a third yet. I'll come back to me. I don't got a third. All right. Yet. I'll do my top three in the West right now. And my number one is the New Orleans Pelicans. Whether or not they move on from uh, Lonzo Ball, I think whatever team – I think in five years – make your faces. I think in five years, whatever team Zion Williamson is on is going to be the good team. <laughs> Is going to be a really good team and in playoff contention every year. Them, I think whatever Chris Paul leaves, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Because I don't even know if Devin Booker is going to stay with Phoenix. That's tough because you can't really tell whether or not people are going to leave the teams or not. Hmm. But I think if Chris Paul, Chris Paul could leave the Sun, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton at their highest at the high, at the peak of their potential are Shaq and Kobe. In this league, you can put up 30, 40 a night. Yeah, but Booker could be gone in 2023. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know how long he's going to – if he's going to be there in five years. It's tough. Wow, but the definitely wild. the Nuggets. Wow. The Nuggets. I'm going to no, go yeah. Pelicans, Pelicans, Suns, Nuggets. No, so I, I – That Pelicans pick, that Pelicans pick is intriguing. The only thing – I think the third team I had at first originally was Dallas. Mm. But that making me rethink it without Pelican quick. Not going wrong, Terry. Um, I, I, this, this is hard. This is a great question. Um, I, so, Denver, I agree with Denver. Um, I think Jokic will be there for a long time. I think Jamal Murray will be there for a long time. Um, and they draft well, so that will continue. Um, a team I would keep thinking in my head is Memphis. And – the reason I say that is because John Morant came in last year and was so like, uh, like so good so quick, and then he got hurt. And if you keep doing that, Darren Jackson, and then they draft so well. Like Desmond, Desmond Bain's one of the top rookies. Brandon Clark was one of the top rookies last year. They drafted both of them like late in the first round. Like, if they can keep drafting like that and adding talent to that core, then like the only thing that would really hold keep holding them back is like injuries. Um, and I, like I'm just saying, like it's hard to like. That's why I struggle with like when you say like New Orleans, because like, it's hard to know what happens. Cause like for small market teams like that to be good, like they have to keep drafting well, cause they're not going to get that guy. Like the big mm-hmm. guy is not signing in Memphis. He's not signing in New Orleans. Like unless he's re-signing on that team. Right. Which is why I say, uh, look out. No, but I, I like your Memphis talk too, because before Jaw got hurt, Memphis was a top five team in the West. Uh, but and they didn't like they did all of that just by and they didn't even have Jaron Jackson Jr. either and and yeah and they did all of that just by drafting well like all those people they have there they drafted so like if they're gonna keep doing that then like they're gonna be they're gonna be fine and then the third they... Dylan Brooks they drafted too yeah yeah and then yeah, they did Bain and all of them um and then the third one is hard I mean yeah I see the New Orleans one and Zion will definitely be there still. I just don't know if they'll figure it out around him, but no, nah, I think I think Zay's all right. They'll figure it out. They'll they probably will. I, 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 just, I think I'll include New Orleans. And, uh, but the thing that thing about this question is that like by twenty by that by twenty twenty six in five years, there's gonna be players in the league killing that we don't even know who they are yet. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're in like they're in like tenth grade, bro, and then they're gonna be in the league. Money base could be the next KD. That's what I'm saying. We don't know. Like we don't know. Um. So East. Um. <laughs> so forget that conference. East. Um, I want to say Philly, but I don't know if they're going to have the same construction. 
Um, Boston, I'm going to go Boston for one for sure. Um, I think Tatum and Brown for a long are going to be there for a, a while. Yeah. Um, this is tough. Wow. Yeah, I was honestly is... 32. Who? Jalen Brown. Donis will be 32. Must be 32 years. years old. Five years. Um. So not the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, I. I. A name that's coming to mind is Atlanta. And I just say that because they like. I don't know if that's necessarily true, and I'm not going to put them on my list right away. But I just feel like I'm thinking of the teams with like young star young talent. Stars. Yeah. I want to say Orlando. I want to say the Orlando Magic, but I'm going Aaron Gordon, Cole Anthony, and then I'm not getting another name. Oh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon might not be there by the trade. Didn't even, didn't even want no, him I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm trying to think of. But that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of young players on a team who would be good, and I don't think they're good for the long run. Um, but I, I like Boston the Charlotte Hornets, Boston, and the Charlotte Hornets. I want to say. I think Miles Bridges found a home, and I think Lamelo Ball found a team that he could bring up bring from the ground up mm-hmm. I was gonna, and I'm going to throw the Knicks and I'm going to throw the Knicks right there too because I, I give them five years to figure the, the it out the thing I wanted to say that I didn't want to say five like, years is a long time so like a, like a, like a you don't do it by then I'm wearing black and white <laughs> nah never <laughs> never but I no, I did want to I, I was thinking that but like I don't know I just feel like I want to say that and like I feel like they're on the right track to being a, a normal team, but like I'm not, it. yeah, I'm not saying nothing until they show, <laughs> until they show me more of being competent. But I mean, in terms but of Jackson's like, back, in terms of like asset base and stuff like that, like they could, but I don't, I don't know. And then like it's also like you don't, we say that, but it's also like it doesn't have to be just the young teams because like the the Miami Heat pulled it like a championship run out of nowhere, like and because they're just well run and Pat Riley knows what he's doing. So like Milwaukee, one of them bucks, man. Isn't his 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 extension will be done by then, wouldn't it? It'd be the final year of it. Oh, well. So they better win that year. Or this prediction is wrong. <laughs> oh, at least the five no, no, leading no. up to it. No, this extension starts next year, so he'll be in the middle of the oh, year else? before it's up. Sabonis. Nah, Karis Levert if he plays. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. I'll, I'll just you might as well just say the Knicks and just leave it. Yeah. I think Philly. I'm, I'm I think Philly. The Knicks before the Pacers. I think Philly. I think Philly will be good then too. I think Philly would be good then too because regardless of if they get rid of Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, what you'll get back for Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid yeah. will be monstrous. So I think five years they can figure that out. Yeah, I agree. That was a great question, Corey Powell. Uh, good luck to you and your Farmingdale season. Hopefully, they, they figure it out. Yeah, COVID. I started right. off. Next question. Um, I'm pretty sure this was from Dan. So, shout out Dan. Shout out all the stuff that Dan does. I know Dan's also on this same Daniel Daniel Sarpong. Yes, Daniel sir. Sarpong. Go yes, follow sir. Dan and Ash. Yes, sir. Like we Dan. said, we, we shout out all the content creators here. So, Go follow that. Go subscribe to him. Um, he makes great content. So we got the next question is, he said, will Kyrie, KD, and James Harden all retire in a Brooklyn Nets jersey? And the follow-up to that question is, how many chips will they have when they do so? If um, they do so. 
Right. Yeah. Any of them are going to retire there. I think Kyrie would be the one, only because, you know, that's the team he grew up with uh, following, you know, whatever. He's from the area. And um, from what I've been hearing, uh, he's he actually does travel to Jersey sometimes, and his pops is always around over there or whatever. So I think Kyrie would be the one to end up retiring there. Not so sure about KDM and uh, Harden. Harden. Oh. I mean, I... I agree. I agree with you, um, and like I think the reason that it could be Kyrie is because like I don't know, like you know how everyone always says those things, but like he might retire like the soonest, just because like he yeah. like he has interest outside of basketball and like and like he seems like like people make those jokes, but like do you think those could ever be true? Like where he retires at a young age because he wants to pursue other interests or like it doesn't bring him the same? Because like he talked about how like when he won his first championship, like he didn't feel that like excitement and like joy that he called Kobe, like that whole thing. Like, do you think that ever becomes like a real possibility? Because if it does, then he could be the, he could retire in a Nets uniform, but like in like two or three years, like if he depending, do you think, do you think that has any weight or not? No, it definitely does. You, you definitely have to like think of the possibilities with his platform now and what he's enjoying uh what he enjoys doing with like social reform you know that's definitely a, a good chance that it might happen yeah i don't know i i mean i don't think we really know that much about Kyrie, which isn't a bad thing or a good thing i think what he wants to do is keep his life private and i think he's 100 percent entitled to that and if he's going to do things you know, on the low, it obviously shows he's not doing things, you know, for people to see. He's just doing things for himself. So whatever he wants to do, I don't think we really know his agenda. Um, this question is hard to answer, though, because these are three of the top 10 greatest players of the last decade, which is, I mean, which we started as, as children. So <laughs> I've been watching these players play the entire time. So to think of them retiring is uh, a thought I don't want to have. So no comment. Uh, and I got them winning. I got them winning at least. One. One. Oh! Two. Dang. I got them winning I, at least two. It, I, it's a hard question because it really all depends how. All things- three of them? Yeah, all three of them. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna win too. They're gonna win too. The, I think the, it's a good chance one of them happens this year. So. The the thing is, it's like it, it's a hard question because like, if things go well, then two is definitely possible. But if things don't go well, the way that their contracts are set up and the way that they can all opt out in like a year's time or two years time, like, I don't know, like that that it, it's not. Like it, we'll we'll see because like it's obviously any super team and they lose a few games and then they go like oh is this just and then like, it becomes a media story because that's what like they build them up to break them down like that's the whole thing so like it's not you can't really say anything about the Nets till like we get postseason time and we see but like if things don't work then all of a sudden like there's there's like escape valve for both the team and the players to like if it doesn't work out and I'm not sure if it will but I say. Mm, Based on the, the talent alone, and maybe going into next year, they have like the ability to like figure out. What, oh, now this works. We can build around this. I think they will get one. Yeah, I'll say one. 
but I don't think it'll be this year. I don't, I don't know. I think they'll get close, but I don't think they'll get over the hump. I think Philly, I think just how well together put the Bucks are this year, I think those teams are going to get in their way. And then, you know, when they can't, I don't think they get the defense together. And then when they, when they haven't had the experience yet, I don't think this year will be the year. I think next year will be um, their best chance, though. I think if they do figure it out, it'll be next year, and everything will come together next year for them. The next question is also from Dan, and this will make this a quick one. How many more rings will Brady get before he retires? I say it's hard to bet against this guy, but I say I say one if things go well next year. Um, but he also says that he – it's not like he has an age in mind he wants to retire. He's just going to play until, like – he's one of those guys who just loves the game. And that, like, he also won't – but he's also one of those guys who I don't think will go out when he's bad. So, like, I think that if his body remains healthy and he's playing well, he'll give it, like, a, another two or three years. And I think – I think they're going to try to keep the band together. Maybe they get one. So – yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he'll – I don't know if he is that guy. Maybe that challenge, you know, maybe that fire will still burn in him longer than his body will allow. I don't know. It's I I would also say one. I think, yeah, next year is their best chance to do it, though. Yeah, I agree with next year is their best chance to do it. Hey, I will go together again. That's probably – And now, from going from Brady to a man that Obi loves, Giannis. Now, the question is, is when will Giannis get his first ring? And I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't think I can give you an answer because I don't think it's that soon. I just I don't I don't see a path to him getting one in the foreseeable future. Not on the team that he's on I, right now. Yeah, I I personally think messed up finding that supermax. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really tell a lot of people this, but um, like if you know me, you know I I, I like you have to be pretty close to me to know this. Like I did not have Giannis coming back to Milwaukee at all. I I didn't want it for him. It wasn't. I don't think it's best for his future to even. Like stay in that system, like. But I get it though. Like he's a loyal guy. Like if he would have moved out west and went there with Luca, I really thought, like I really thought was gonna happen. That was probably his best chance. But I don't think it's happening anytime soon. Yeah, him, Luca, him, Luca, and Porzingis. I, I really do think that was that would have been his best bet. But um, you know, he decided to stay. And I was trying to, you know, it's funny. Um, who asked this question, Dan or CJ? This is Dan. Uh, but uh, I knew he was staying as soon as Bam signed the his extension because um, Bam and Giannis they share the same agent, and the reason why they they were holding off on Bam this offseason is because they were waiting for um to see what was going on with Giannis. So Bam kind of was gonna know before anybody, to be honest. Mm. And as soon as I saw Bam sign that paper, I knew he was staying. It was sad, but you know. Maybe Giannis knows what he's doing, man. 
I don't know if he does. I mean, if there's any place to get to the finals, it would be in the East, um, especially for him. I don't think it's impossible. I think uh, Brad Stevens has been able to stop him. I think teams have been able to build up guards and stop him. Um, in the past, I know he's coming back with, um, you know, more energy every single year. And he's still got a lot of years left because he's young. But it's not really ever about him. Like, you know this for sure, Obi. Like, you watch those games in the playoffs. It's not really him not doing his job or not living up to him. It's the supporting cast. It's the people around him. So, I mean, could he be the best? Him, though. No, no, no. Sometimes he does need to be better, but some it's when he yeah. needs to be better, it's a game where Chris Middleton is not being hmm. good. It's a game where, you know, no one else can hit a shot. So uh, his looks glaringly more bad than, you know, the supporting cast. So I don't want to be rude, right? Because, of course, I want him to win. But the best to never win isn't, isn't a place you want to be, for sure. But no one ever wants to be there. But a lot of people end up there. <laughs> Yeah, there's just not a clear path right now. Um, the next question is from CJ, and the question is, is why the Heat will make the NBA Finals? And the and I, answer to the question is, is that they will not. Next question, please. Uh, yeah, the, the answer <laughs> is, we'll be paying me $100 by June. So. The answer is, is they will not make the NBA Finals. So, We appreciate the question. Shout out, CJ. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out, CJ. <laughs> appreciate the $100. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, this question is, is, again, from Mike Gutierrez. He says, what NFL teams will have a good season next year that are not being discussed right now? Ooh, so it's, it's kind of uh, similar to that question that we got from Corey, but a little more uh, short-sighted. Uh, you got to include the 49ers. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are talking about the 49ers. I think they'll have a great season. No, it's just that everybody was hurt. It was, it was still winning games. But that hurts fun, so uh, I'm trying to think. You like you talking about like playoff teams as well? That, I mean, like that didn't. Yeah, that, I mean, that's to be doing good. Uh, yeah, I think the 49ers are on top of that list. Um, are people talking about the Rams other than <laughs> the trade with people, Stafford? Nah, people are talking about the Rams. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, well, then if they're talking, then, then the Giants. <laughs> the Giants are my pick. Because I think the Giants can win the NFC East because I think it'll still be bad next year. Oh, I mean, if we're going to stay in that division, I think we should talk about the Cowboys. Uh, People are always talking about the Cowboys. Oh. Wait, he said <laughs> a teams <laughs> that'll do good? That nobody's talking about. That nobody's uh, talking about, yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I'm, my picks are the 49ers and the Cowboys. How about them? How about them boys, man? And uh, if Isaiah's going Giants, man. Uh, oh, wow, wow, wow. You know what I got to do, man? We, we don't know what the future holds. Hey. I'm the saying Jacksonville Jaguars. J A G U A. Another U. Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. No, I mean. Sean Watson. Sean Watson. I'll leave him out. The Texans could be good too next year. 
Nah. Imagine. I'll leave him out. I don't know that. how they're going to do that without their, their quarterback. <laughs> they said, you're not going anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. You're not going anywhere. They just got the, the schedule of uh, the worst team in the division because they were the worst team in the division. So they got a nicer schedule, a kinder one. And then you give me a, a new head coach, $80 million, two first-round picks, and a good GM. Uh, there's a chance, man. Chance to win three games. The question, good is relative, man. So good to me might not be good to you, but good from 2-14 and 14 is uh, give me 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> and I'll see, I'll see you in the wild card. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I really can't think of another team, so I will go Jets. But <laughs> probably a better – there probably is a better answer out there, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, Who th- I can't think of a team that nobody is talking about. The Vikings. They don't really have. I, I was. Mm, yeah, they don't got defense. Bro. And Dalvin Cook can't stay healthy. So. And Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm Jay and Adam Thielen though. I like that. Forty Niners, man. And Alexander Madison too. All right. The next question is from Marlon. He says, "Who is the front runner in the NBA MVP race?" This is easy, man. This is an easy one for me, man. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeGoat James. He is the front runner. We can talk about other people, Mike, but you have to (laughs) say who the front runner is because that's the question. No, it it does have to be LeBron, but I feel like that happens a lot of the years that I've been alive. So most of the years I'm alive, they said it should be LeBron. Um, But, uh, I mean, who? the other options are really what? Embiid and Jokic. Jokic. No Steph love? Uh, I mean, Steph got love, but I mean, to, like, let's keep it back. Are we giving that to Steph before we give it to Donovan Mitchell? Yes. I am. <laughs> At least. I am. I mean, I don't think, like, I just Donovan don't think also playing really well. Steph realistically um, has that much help. Like, Wiseman's been hurt. Uber couldn't make a uh, shot for the first two does, weeks. He doesn't, but Draymond we always, have course, should always reward winning. <laughs> I know, but they're not. Right. Aren't they like 500 right now? Like, they're not. Like, I think, like, they're not, like, winning, winning. But the fact that they're no, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing no, that. I, I get what you're saying, but Donovan Mitchell's on, like. The Jazz are number one in the West. Nah, the right? Jazz are, yeah. yeah. They're not even number one in the West. That is LeBron James, sir. No, I think the Jazz are at they're, the top of the West right now. No, they're not. They sucked at first. They sucked like the first like four games. And why they're not number one? They're not. I don't think they're number one. I'm pretty, I'm almost positive the Lakers are still. I top. think. I, I'm not sure either, but I guess. Oh, actually, actually, I think they both no, have. No, no, no. They both have the same amount of wins. I think. No, I think you're right. Zay. I saw I something like that. One, and I think the Clippers. Are, are two. I mean, they're two. Lakers, the Clippers are two. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James, three straight overtime games, and he's pulling out the win in each. I was talking to um, Derek. He's probably not listening to this, but that's fine. Um, but I was talking to Derek today. Just like I, it's every year I pick up on something new about how great this guy is. And so this year, um, obviously all three games going to overtime, their past three games, they've all going to, gone into overtime and not against like really good teams. So – I like I you look at that and you go why are those games going into overtime like the Lakers are the defending champions like why are these games going into overtime Anthony Davis has been out sure LeBron James is like Tom Brady in a sense there aren't as many games in the in the NBA in the NFL season as there are in the NBA season but what LeBron James is doing 
is he's grooming the rest of these teams, these, these new guys, to be ready. He's letting them take all these shots and letting them have the ball in their hands more at a time to be ready for the finals. So he's letting them for four quarters do like play their game. He said, if y'all, if y'all can't pull it out, I'll tie the game. We'll go to overtime. I'll pull it out. It's simple. It's easy. I know how to do that. <laughs> but if y'all could just play your game and get better throughout these four quarters, he's, he's letting the team practice on these bad teams. If you guys need this help, insane. I'll, be, I'll be right here. You can give me the ball I'll, if you get stuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop 25 <laughs> in the fourth. <laughs> he literally will drop 25 in the fourth when you need it. And the final question of this mailbag is from Sonny. Shout out, Sonny. He says, Sonny boy. What are my thoughts on our, our thoughts on the Derrick Rose trade? And what is the future for Dennis Smith Jr. in the NBA? Nothing. The second Nothing. question is a quick answer. <laughs> Not a future. No future. <laughs> He's just moving teams to go to a different G League <laughs> after all. Um, you know whose G League team he's going to be on now? Shout out to the legend, tri-state legend, Isaiah Briscoe, man. Cooking in the G League right now. Love you, Briscoe. Shout out to Briscoe. Man, yeah. yeah, Briscoe is tough. What? But yeah, the, for DSJ, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could dunk. That's that's all he can do. I mean, he's playing def- he played defense in the preseason, um, so I'll give him that. But offensively, he has like he no dunk. he has no confidence. Like he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing when he has the ball or has a plan of what he's doing. Like he used to his thing used to be he used to get to the like get to the hoop, and now all he does is take like pull up twos like that. He hesitates before shooting. So like if he can rebuild his confidence. Maybe he could find the role in this league as like a backup point guard, but the path to him being anything above that is a is a steep one. It's a steep, it's a steep mountain. One you could quickly fall off. <laughs> Ninety degrees. I y'all feel about the the D Rose thing? I was asking Mike about this earlier too. Like how y'all feel about that? Up until the first game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, until I mean, it didn't it didn't make sense to me at first, but. Considering that they gave up nothing, they gave up Dennis Jr. in the forty-second pick in this draft. Like that's it's literally just see if it works. Um, but then coming in the first game and the way he looked explosive, like he looked motivated, he looked did expire. Yeah, but they're saying like he's likely to resign. They've said that already. Like even before the trade, if they were traded to the Knicks, he'd likely resign. I mean, just because I guess he likes to be with Tibbs and like that whole thing. But um. I mean, he looked good. Like, they're running him and quickly together, and it works plays up each other well because Derrick Rose hasn't really played on the ball the last couple of years. Um, so having him next to quickly to teach him on the fly and having that kind of mentorship on the court and in the locker room for quickly is good. And that second unit looked great, and it just gave them, a, like, a scoring aspect that they were lacking previously. So, I mean, right now I like it. Um, eventually we'll see what happens over time with Peyton and where that ends up going and if quickly starts or Rose starts or however they want to do it. But – a game into it. I, I like it a lot so far. Um, he's definitely one of the more humble guys in all of the league because nobody has ever reached the level that he reached at such a young age and then have it stripped from him so quickly. And for him to um, immediately after he's traded to, um, and I think 
like these past couple of years, he's done like some soul searching, like that game when he dropped 50 for Minnesota and was like so emotional afterwards. Like he couldn't even like conduct an interview. Like you could tell how much it meant to him, like just to prove that he could, you know, still sometimes get to that level is insane. But the way he came to the Knicks saying, I know what my role is and I'm ready to accept my role. When you bring in veterans of that caliber, that's all you can ask for. And he passed Obi Top in the ball. Yeah, which hasn't been done yet by anybody on that team. <laughs> so that was a that was a, a first big... to pass Obi Top in the ball. And like you could see, like quickly was smiling the whole game because he like there was like but those up... those are that's their idol. Like, the, like the, yeah. I mean, honestly, and not even their idol. Those kids are so young. He's legend to them. They said, yeah, they saw on Twitter like he's a legendary. Was, quickly was eleven when Derrick Rose won MVP, and now he's sharing the that court with him. Bro, we were eleven when Derrick Rose won. MVP. Yeah, but, like he's even quickly is even younger than us. Like that's wild. Like, hey, really? He's yeah. like twenty, so he's like the same age as us. But like, or maybe the same. Yeah, but like I'm twenty two. <laughs> So, but I mean, that, that is just like getting to this age is, and watching sports and knowing that like, we're, like I've seen all these people's careers and then like new people are just like appearing <laughs> and being good at stuff. Like it is weird. Um, but Oh, look, a final question came in. It says of the shoeless Joes. Just now who, who would <laughs> win in a three point contest? <laughs> who was asking that? Wrote it down. Obi. Obi. Mike, <laughs> I gotta say Mike. I mean, I'll tell you what. It's a one-on-one. Mike's not saying Mike. Well, if there's a referee in there, Mike is saying Mike. So, I promise you, you're still not saying Mike. Well, you can promise me, but I won't believe you. All right. There's Isaiah's my witness. Been there with Russ. No follow. You didn't see me on the court, though. Uh, better than Isaiah, you. quiet over there. <laughs> what are you thinking? It's a hard question, I know. They say the tiger doesn't roar <laughs> when he's around. <laughs> when he's around the Cubs, because he knows his place and has no need to I never, establish dominance. <laughs> bro, who's ever said that? That was hey, a great quote. That hey, was a great. That was inspirational. Hey, Very inspirational. Hey. hey man, look at Curry. So inspirational. I won't. I won't beat my chest like the gorilla. <laughs> I won't scream at the top of my lungs. Like the baboon. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys I know do, what I know. Okay. If you guys do want to see that the, the actual result of that competition, oh, the slaughter that it will be. But in whose favor? We don't know. But wait, which competition? The one one or the two point? I mean we can do both. It don't matter. We can do it all. LT Gray. I don't know, man. I just don't want to. And then I don't be a part feelings. of a slam dunk contest. I don't want to hurt feelings on the internet. I mean, we could lower the hoop for me. That'd be cool. If y'all could lower the hoop, on the then field. I can. Meet me on the field. On the field. Jay Jettas. <laughs> but uh, with an inconclusive answer for the last one, uh, that, that wraps up. It's not, in, it's not inconclusive. <laughs> and your head it is. <laughs> in reality. Oh, what's going on right now, man? I got film on you. I got film on oh. you. Yeah, it's not great, I'll tell you that. But that's why you work, <laughs> that's why you work every day to get better. <laughs> and I promise yeah, you thanks. next time there's a camera thanks. in a gymnasium I will hit the rim I promise you that oh my god okay. anyway I got this guys thanks, thanks for stopping by the Sula Show podcast <laughs> the podcast soon can be heard around the world 
leave your comments, like, and subscribe for more and great content. <laughs> so you guys can comment down below if you had a favorite Super Bowl commercial. And if you don't, I get it because they were garbage. But you have to comment who you think will win. Who will win the three-point shootout? Yes. And Isaiah, don't the make any extra shiver. accounts to like inflate the votes. But one on one too. The one on one too. <laughs> they say the lion has never used the internet before. <laughs> you stupid. Um, but on that note, um, I'm not sure what we'll do yet, but we'll have some kind of creative poll on social media for find out for more content for future episodes. <laughs> not sure what we're gonna do yet, but uh, we'll brainstorm in the group chat. Don't worry. Um, but yeah. So for now, go make sure you go follow all of these socials. Hit that subscribe. Go subscribe to everybody that we've shouted out in this podcast. G Styles and Dan and I. Yep. Make sure you go support all that content. Oh, Brian Wallace, the Woo Wee Podcast. Go shout that yep. out too. Shout out, Brian. Oh, I, I, I watched that last episode. That was pretty good. I, I like Dennis's piece on that. They're all, they all make quality content. So go shout out all of all of our friends who also make content. Go subscribe to them. Show them love. Um, and yeah, go follow us on all these social medias and stay interacting with us on social media. But until next week, we'll catch y'all later. God first. God first. <laughs> I'm never Trouble double double. Swing double. So she didn't have a daughter, she didn't have a son She said the lift doesn't work, run up the stairs and come And if